Hello and welcome everybody to episode 3 of the Nami Up North Make Waves Weekly Podcast. My name is Joe, if you don't know already, I am one of the hosts of the Nami Up North Creative Podcast Make Waves Weekly. Michael Mr Ice Cream is my host, my co-host. Um, he is not here today, I've actually set a little goal for myself to be able to work on my speaking. Um, so today's episode is just me. So what I want to do first of all is I want to thank you if you if you're tuning in again to the third episode. Um, thank you very much for sticking with us. I know this episode is a long time coming. There's been a bit of a gap between episode two and now um, through a few things, but we're back. We're back in action, and hopefully we can roll on and get something out at least once uh, once a week. So on today's episode, what I want to do is I want to delve a little bit deeper into how Nami was created, what happened. Um, in my life, what you know, what transpired to, you know, in order for this to happen from Christmas time to now. And secondly, what I want to do is I want to touch on a little subject um, which I was reading in an article very recently, which was the importance of humanizing your brand as a creative or even as a small business and what it means to your followers to add that little bit more of a humanistic vibe to what you do. Now, bear in mind... I'm not an expert in anything that I say. This is just something that I'm really passionate about, and I put these things together based on my own, um, you know, my own experiences and my my own observations as to how this whole thing works. So please feel free to correct me or debate with me if you don't feel that what I'm saying is accurate. Um, every day is a school day for me, and as I say, I don't claim to be an expert. But I hope that you find some value in what we're about to talk about. So first of all, as I say, I'm going to delve in a little bit deeper for the new people who are tuning into the podcast. What is NAMI? What we do? Why we're doing it? Where it all came from? And then I want to go into my five top tips to help humanize your brand as a creative and why that is important to not only you, your brand, your business, whatever it might be, but also why it's important to your followers and the community that you have found yourself in on this journey that you're on. So... As I say, my name is Joe. Welcome back. Make Waves Weekly, Nami Up North. Follow us on all the socials, Nami Up North on pretty much everything. YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Sounds like I'm like rapping or something. I'm definitely not rapping. Um, that's for another day. But yes, thank you to all of our sponsors so far. Uh, 586 Records, Coop Chicken House. Thank you to all of our guests so far. Rumours, uh, Mr. Ice Cream, my friend Kyle. Let's get into it. You're listening to the Nami Up North Make Waves Weekly podcast. My name is Joe. Thank you very much to everybody who's listening. Please subscribe to the Spotify, the Apple Music, and follow us on Nami Up North on everything. What the fuck is up? Thank you very much for tuning in again. Here we are for the third episode of the Make Waves Weekly Podcast. My name is Joe, and I'm just here on my own today. Um... I've set a little bit of a goal for myself when I first started doing this podcasting thing. Like the first one, I just went in and just winged it. I didn't plan any questions. I just, I had this idea of kind of, let's just see how it all goes and hope for the best. Now, I don't know if you've you've listened to the first one. The first episode was pretty cool. Um, What I found is we're having like a little bit of problem with sound just because there was a few people in the room and... I'm starting off with like the bare essentials of equipment. Now, as time goes on and I'm able to invest a little bit more into the podcasts, everything to do with the quality will improve. 
so this is all a learning curve for me. So I'm here on my own today to try and see if I can just sit and talk about something that I'm quite passionate about without the the outside kind of uh, influence of different conversations or different people in the room. Um, so what I've done is I've picked a subject that I think is really, really useful for creatives to boost themselves into a little bit of a, a you know, a bigger, bigger uh, environment of success. So what we're going to touch on a little bit later on is why it's important to humanize your brand as a creative. And then I'm going to go over my five top tips as to how to do it. Now, I will say this. I've said it in like the intro bit as well, but I'll say that everything that I say is like, I'm not a, I'm not an expert in any of this. Like I've got no sort of qualifications as it were in the types of things that I talk about. But what I am is I'm passionate about about the way things work and I do a lot of research into the way things work in regards to social um, engagement, so, you know, social marketing, content, content marketing. So it's something that I'm really, really passionate about. So what I want to do is because I've kind of put this time in to, to you know, boost my knowledge as to how everything works like this, I want to share this with the people who I believe um, it would benefit the most. So five tips to humanize your brand. That's what we're going to talk about. But first of all, what I wanted to do is just kind of uh, for the new people who are listening to the podcast, just give you an insight as to what NAMI is, why we're doing what we're doing and what it is that we're actually doing. What happened, what had to have happened in my life for this all to have happened. And then what I want to do is I want to pass my experiences on to people. And if you if you take value from what I'm saying, then absolutely fantastic. If you don't, that's cool. You can't please everybody. As I keep saying, there's no fun in pleasing everybody. And I'm just going to tell it how it is from my perspective. And if you like or find value in what I'm saying, then please let me know what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong. And I would love to discuss or debate or, you know, whatever with people who listen and are interested in what I've got to say. Now, I'm no expert. As I've said, every day is a school day for me. I position myself as a learner in everything that I do because you you can't not learn. You can't stop learning. That you There's always something else that you could be, you know, brushing your knowledge up on. And that's what I like to do. I like to just work. I like to look at why things are the way they are. And then how can we improve that so that all of us reach a higher level of success? That's pretty much my main goal for what I'm doing with NAMI. I believe that if we all work together, if we're all in it together, we all share each other's work, we all collaborate, we give each other feedback and we just we just like proper gas each other up, then we'll all win. We'll, we can all win together. And even if one of us makes it big, then they can bring that you know our our people in and whatever it is that's the way that it works if you're trying to go it all alone it's much harder to make it now i believe that there was always a culture in our city that people didn't want to share other people's work because of the fact that they believe that might take away the spotlight or the attention from themselves now i, I just think that's a bit of a flawed idea i, I just think if if you're the type of person who wants to just go alone and not engage and not, you know, be a part of the community, it it is going to be really, really difficult, unless there's a some mad stroke of luck, to to get to a level of success, um, 
that you your particular art might deserve. So yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about um, humanizing your brand. But first of all, I want to just give everyone a rundown as to what Nami is. If you've if you if this is the first time that you've just sort of um, you know tuned into the podcast. So Nami up north was a, an idea that I came up with after both myself and friends of mine in the city were finding it very hard to get our art out into a wider audience. It seemed as though we were just enclosed in our own little group and nobody really wanted to hear or see the types of things that we were creating. And that could have been for a few different reasons um, that, you know, people might not have related to what we were doing. People might have had their own little thing and didn't want to bring in any new outsiders, which is, you know, completely fair enough. Uh, Everyone's got their own prerogative. But I just thought that there wasn't a, like, there wasn't a main hub for everything. Like you had to go one place to look for the hip-hop music. You had to go another place to look for the uh, illustrations. You had to go to the, another place to see the acoustic um, types of music. Just all different types of uh, genres and, and pockets of coolness that were going on. There was nothing to bring all of that shit together. So what I thought, what if I just became the middleman and just f- facilitated the cool shit that was going on in our city in a really... Uh, accessible way for everybody and my main goal when I started and always has been uh, one of my main goals is it doesn't matter if you don't see something you like straight away you will find something that you like on the page regardless so just getting amongst it and and just having an open mind as to the things that are going on in your region I think it's opened a lot of people's eyes in regards to the actual amount of people that are out here creating and getting out of their comfort zones and putting their own um a creative expression out into a wider audience. So NAMI started in February. Since then, it pretty much, it went quite fast, like faster than I ever thought that it would. I put the socials out on February the 4th. We started from there and we started just sharing people's creative work, songs, art, anything. You know, I was just starting to share. I was just showing showing people what was going on in the city and from there because people weren't used to the sh- the whole share culture thing about it people were so used to just you know oh this is this is my little this is my little thing i'm not going to share anybody else's just in case like they get the they get the credits you know like that's not what it's all about and and i didn't want to make it about me i just wanted to share everything there's stuff on the page that I don't necessarily vibes with, but I'll share it because I love the process. I respect the hustle and everybody gets a look in on Nami Up North. So we started it. Um, before that, let me just go back a little bit. So I'd, I'd kind of had a, ver- I've had a very hard time with my own mental health for a, a, a very long time now. I would say around about sort of five years. And I've always struggled with finding my purpose and you know what my passion is i tried to always pin down like one particular thing because i thought that that was the way to do it like what is my passion my one boxed in thing that i want to be doing for the rest of my life that i love to do and i'm obsessed with it and like because i couldn't do that because i liked so many different things and i tried my hand to so many different things music art design um it started to really sort of get at me a little bit and that wasn't what my struggles were based upon but it didn't help it at all so the hard time that I went through um about five years or so came to a like a a pretty much a a halt or a a screeching halt in December of 2018 last year which was pretty much 
sort of the darkest time in my life, the most difficult time in my life, where it all just kind of came to a head. I've been bottling a lot of shit up, and it just went, it went fucking bad. And from there, like, what I did is I just, I thought to myself, like, look, there's two options. Do I let this drag me down, and do I kind of, do I, do I, you know, let it beat us and, and turn into, like, a shadow of my former self? Or is this the point in time where I kind of spring up and and start doing shit that I love to do for the right reasons rather than the reasons of like, oh, I believe that this is what I should be doing because other people like this or I'll make this type of music because that's what other people think is cool. Once you rid yourself of that whole mind frame of trying to please people that you necessarily you don't even necessarily know, you're just... You've got an idea of a target audience in your head. And that idea is more important than actually acquiring an audience, if that makes sense. So I was was trying to cater for people that weren't even there. And the people that were there supporting my creative um, endeavors, I I, I wasn't even, even like bothered about what they told me that they liked. I was like, no, I had an idea of what what I thought was cool and I'm going to do it this way. And I wasn't listening to my... um, my support group in the in the in the sense that the types of things that they said that I was that I was good at. So the decision was made in 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 December at pretty much rock bottom that right okay this shit is not gonna beat me like I'm gonna now do something with my life and prove everybody wrong or prove some people right like a lot of people you know a lot of my close loved ones were like Joe you could do fucking anything like if you just if you like I know it sounds cliche but if you put your mind to anything at all you'll be able to do it like and i didn't believe that about myself uh, for for a long long time but now i'm in the mind frame that like to a certain extent like if uh, if i put my mind to doing brain surgery on some motherfucker like i'm not going to be able to do that like no way but like this whole thing that i've started here this comes from my passion of absolute and utter creativity and getting out of your own comfort zone i've never been a one to toe the line or one to abide by certain rules of normality i've always been the kind of weird person who was dressed differently and um and those are the types of people that are gravitated around the the different kids which is fine and i'm i feel like i'm still that person now um so i made the decision around about christmas that this was going to be the fucking time and i thought right what can i do so i tried my hand at a lot of different things you know i do a bit of music here and there i'm I've got a, a you know a strong past in graphic design and, and and branding and things like that. I've got a real interest in branding um and content in general. Like social media is a massive passion of mine and I just thought right okay, I'll put all these things together and create something good for my community of people that are that are that I stay around that I love. So as I say friends of mine we all found it hard so I thought okay, so if they don't want us as part of their group or click or scene or whatever you might call it then let's go and make our own shit um one thing i was inspired by when uh, music slash art brought out make your own gang and they had like gang cards and stuff and i thought that's like the coolest concept of all time make your own gang don't try and join somebody else's um and don't try and like mold yourself to fit into that particular like gang of people or that that demographic of people like go out and just create your own shit create your own gang and, and that thing that that phrase resonated with me so much that would like i just went and did it so the bare bones of nami was uh w- was were formulated from that the name nami is a direct japanese translation of the english word waves 
So the idea behind the whole waves thing is what I want to do is inspire people, young or old, to stop enclosing themselves within their tiny little demographic and branch out, branch out into the city, branch out into the region um, or further and 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 chase that success for your passion that you have, whether it's painting or drawing or design or photography or whatever it might be. You owe it to yourself to to push that forward. That's your dream. Like like do everything you can. Do one thing a day to push that shit forward and get to where you dream. You know, the the when you daydream in your head, you have a, a certain idea as to where you would love to be. Now there's no reason why you can't um you can't chase that dream down. So the whole waves thing was like going from a ripple to a wave. Um, I love Japanese culture and things like that from a, a you know a past in my childhood of things like martial arts and um, a lot of tattoos and I just love the whole art of of um, of the old style Japanese culture. So that's where the word came from. But I also whittled that down into an acronym of news, art, music, and influence because I thought that's what I'm going to kind of um, as a whole encompass with this project so nami up north was born news art music and influence were turning ripples into waves creatively in the northeast and it began from there me sharing and just basically engaging with the creative community to try and bring those people out and into you know our gang and that's that's how it all began so now where we're at now at this point in time is we have a strong following on Facebook and Instagram. Um, the vlogs get watched very regularly. But the most important thing, I think, for me is the Nami Gang, which we've created, which is just essentially a group of people. We've got 70-plus people in our WhatsApp group now of creatives from all walks of life in the Northeast, and that's anybody. We have tattooists, fashion designers, photographers, videographers, um, singers, rappers, like, you name it, we have everybody in this group. So the the group chat that we have is so supportive of each other. We have collaborations. We support each other. We give each other feedback. Feedback, sorry, on our up and coming projects, and the amount of feedback that I've got from you know the guys in the Nami Gang is this is exactly what they needed to spur them forward from a, a stagnant you know a stagnant time of their life maybe or they they couldn't find the like minded people to to help them uh, reach the level that they believe they should be at. So. Nami is here to stay. We're only getting bigger. So thank you very much to everybody who has supported us and is involved already. Please share the word that we're out here going against the norm. We're getting outside of our comfort zones, thinking outside the box, and we're making waves together in our city, our region, wherever it might be in the Northeast. So thank you very much to everybody who supported. Now, I'm going to just say this before I get into the the main content of the of the of the podcast. Now, I've said to you before about the difficulty that I faced and the the you know the the problems I had with mental health and how that affected my journey up until this point. And now I'm preaching about how you know we're all out here together, we're having a great time. I don't want you to think that I am just making it seem like all you have to do is just fucking do it. Like, all you have to do is get out there. You know, all this shit that people tell you about, oh, mate, just cheer up, or just man up, or just, it's not that bad, it could be worse. That shit isn't real. Um, That's not good advice. So, 
I want you to know that I'm not humouring the fact that I chose the right path or the wrong path when I was going through those struggles and it's not that easy. It's relative to every single person's scenario. But what I can say is when you choose to be honest with your own self and your own um, support system that you have around you, rather than making excuses for you, making excuses for the way that you feel, when you choose to actually be honest and release that out into the universe and tell people that you're struggling and ask for help, then that is the time when things will start to change. Now, when you become honest, you become aware of the things that are triggering you become aware of the detrimental choices that you make and and it makes it a lot easier for you to then change or adapt the way that you are to live a more positive life but please don't take this as me just saying look i was having a shit time and then i done this and now everything's perfect because it's it's certainly not but it does help to give yourself a purpose to be honest with the people around you who love you and and move forward with with absolute conviction as to where you want to be next. So I'm so grateful that you're here listening. Thank you very much for tuning in. We're going to get into it. Five ways to humanise your brand as a creative and why it's important. Let's get it. You're listening live and direct to episode three of Make Waves Weekly Podcast with your host, Joe. I hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. If you're not following us, Nami Up North on everything. So, um, before I get into like my five top tips of how to humanise your brand and why it's so important, I just want to kind of put out there, if, for example, you were looking for a graphic designer to create you a logo or a brand for your small business or for your website or whatever it might be, and you've seen two that kind of match the style of what you're looking for, so you're going on Instagram, you're going on Facebook, you're having a little look at these two graphic designers um, and the first one puts out their work, the work's fantastic, puts a, like, a nice caption on there, um, uses the hashtags, but when you're searching through the socials, you haven't got a clue who this person is, what this person's about, um, you know, the the process of how they create the work where they get their ideas the the general story behind it all and then there was the second graphic designer who gets on instagram stories talks about their work shows you behind the scenes of where they get their ideas and how they how they get to the final sort of finishing point of the the job to kind of build up that story in your head and you know the person the person seems really canny um which one are you likely to choose? I mean, the question is, it seems simple, but what you'll find is not everybody utilizes this important aspect of the brand. They don't put their own face to it, whether or not they think that it's not professional or I, I don't know. I don't know. There's a few different reasons why they might do that. But as I've said before, the cliche is people buy from people and People want to know that you know that they're dealing with someone who who is is likable, who is going to kind of listen to their ideas, is going to put some effort in, but somebody who they can also relate to, and it's not going to be like a, a stiff conversation between the two when you're trying to get across what your ideas are. So obviously you're going to choose the person who who's showing you more of themselves behind the brand, and that's why I think it's so important to humanize your brand 
um whether you're a, you know a musician or a graphic designer or a fashion designer whatever it might be if you add that human aspect to your brand people will engage with you people will want to chat to you people would just be more likely to remain a follower or a fan of your particular art or craft whatever it might be now let's give you a couple of examples right so mcdonald's who's the human aspect of mcdonald's easy there you go he's in your head you know him like mcdonald's is just a fast food restaurant like they just do burgers chicken nuggets chips and shit like that but you always think of the clown because that's the human aspect. Ronald McDonald is the human aspect to that brand. Um, it, it happens all of the time. If you think of the majority of brands, they'll always have the human aspect. And that's why things like influencer marketing at the moment is a massive thing because brands are starting to click on that. Yes, they might have like a big following because of the brand. The brand's quite famous, but they're still paying people massive amounts to be the face of their brand. So this is what you have to take into consideration with your brand, okay? You need to put, you need to be your own face. You can't pay, like, someone famous to go and chat about your graphic design skills or, like, like show people, look how shit hot this person's photos are. Like, you have to be that person. You have to draw your crowd in on the basis of you and then give them your art. Like, they're much more likely to invest in you when they know who you are. So in saying that, what I want to do is just go through and give you my five top tips on how to humanize your brand. And obviously we've spoke about why it's so important to do so. So tip number one, have a plan and set your goals. So the reason I say this is the first one, it's not easy to just like put the phone in front of you and speak to your followers it's not easy at all when i started nami like it, it was pretty difficult i'm quite an extrovert person i don't have any problem at all in talking as you can probably tell but i've never been a sort of a rec you know like an introvert or a reclusive reclusive person you put me in a room of 50 strangers and i've got 50 best friends within half an hour i guarantee you that's the type of person that i am but not every person is like that and that's okay, like that's the way that you roll, but it's this is why it's important to have a plan and set goals to humanize your brand. So for example, if it's your goal to put one Instagram story up per week for the first few weeks, just hello everybody, today I'm working on such and such, it's a great day in Newcastle today, let us know what you're up to. Dead easy, dead simple um, to do. But it's getting the courage to start. Do you know what I mean? It's getting the courage to kind of get out there and start doing something that doesn't normally feel comfortable for you to do. Um, it's difficult, but just get out there and do it. Even test it, test it, do some videos, um, just talking under the camera and, and get used to doing it. So starting off small, um, having a plan, having some goals as to where you want to be, say, for example, in the next four weeks. So in the next four weeks, I want to have put out one personal instagram story showing me kind of behind the scenes or talking to the followers or talking to a client um i want that i want that to be my goal for the next four weeks i mean that's all i'm saying when i'm saying have a plan and have some goals now 
when I say have a plan, I also mean just plan something that's kind of relevant to your brand to start off with. Don't just go out and start pranking people and videoing it and then putting it on your photography page and like just with no kind of backstory whatsoever. Like you need to set some scene. You need to make people aware as to why you're putting these videos out. I think if you just start kind of all of a sudden just, hey, (laughs) people are just going to be like, whoa. Like, I'm just so used to seeing graphic design on this page, and now all of a sudden, there's this random dude who's on here just, like, pranking people on his story. And I'm like, plan plan how you're going to do it. Plan how you're going to do it. Um, Start small. Just get out there. Introduce yourself to, to your followers over the story. Um, Maybe put up a couple of videos of you behind the scenes, of you drawing, or of you taking photos. So people know who you are. People recognize your face to start with. Um... And that's kind of what I did with Nami again. I'm going to always resort this back to Nami because that's why the fuck we're listening to this. But that's what I started to do. I started off without me um, in the forefront because I, I was really kind of, I was conscious of the fact that I was making it about myself, which I totally didn't want because I wanted to gain the trust of people that I'm not here for my own notoriety. Like, I'm here to help people, and uh, but I'm the person who's doing it kind of thing, so I have to be here. But when I started, I, I, I wasn't doing that. I didn't get my face there in there. But once I started doing it, I just I noticed massively the change in the way that people interacted with the page because they could relate more to what I was doing because they could relate more to me. So having the plan, having some goals, start off small, that would be my first tip to humanizing your brand. So, tip number two. <laughs> Just let them waves crash over there before I go back into it. Um, tip number two, humour. Humour is for humans. Don't be stiff. Don't be serious. Well, don't be too serious. It all just depends on what it is that you, your brand is. We're talking about creatives here. We're not talking about, like, accountants and shit. Like, no offence, accountants. Um, Kind of creative, but I'm talking about, like, creative people. This is what this is all about. So, creative people, have a little bit of humour, man. Don't be so stiff. Don't be so uptight. You can still be professional and be funny, be relevant, share a fucking meme, like, whatever it is, but... Be like, be, be just a normal person, man. You're not trying to like scare people off. You're not trying to be like robotic about it. Like you're not, you're not like the Terminator of the graphic design world. Um, Have some emotion. If something's funny, like say it. And again, with Nami on the podcasts, like I'll swear there's a lot of inappropriate shit on the first two podcasts. Um, And... I'm guessing that some people have maybe listened to the podcasts to start with who were expecting like something a little bit more like this, what I'm doing today, and they've just been totally misled, um, which is really funny, actually. But yeah, just be, just like have some have some like balls to just be that those are like hypothetical balls. I'm not saying everybody needs to have balls. But like have some balls, man. Just have like have a little bit of humor. Be yourself. What's funny to you? Share that with your audience and you'll and you'll re- relate and engage with people who also find that shit funny. Like 
it's it that's an easy one and it's not easy to be funny you might not be a funny person but just like just be yourself that's what i'm saying like don't be so serious with it all like life's life's too short to be serious what's the point like you'll get to the end of your life and you'll be lying on your lying on your deathbed whatever wherever that may be hopefully for me it's on a beach in fiji with a half a coconut filled with a malibu and coke getting wafted by a leaf on my last legs but on your deathbed, you don't want to look back and just think, shit, I was so serious, man. Remember that meme back in the day? Like, I should have shared that because I laughed me back off at it. So, yeah, just, like, be the real version of yourself. Don't think that you have to be overly serious to kind of draw in an audience because it's quite the opposite. And I think large brands are showing this now. If you take into consideration a lot of the screenshots you see of large brands on Twitter and things like that, when they're sharing funny shit and like Aldi's having a go at Little and and spec savers are griefing penalty takers in the World Cup, and that type of shit is just so on point and so relevant because it's adding a human aspect to your brand. You're not a stiff robot who just takes photos like like some kind of weird inspector gadget with a camera for one arm and like a light for the other arm like you're not you're just a person who enjoys taking photos for people but you're still a person so do not let the world tell you that you have to be like super serious all the time because you do not you're your own person and that way you will draw you'll draw in a lot more of an engaging audience if you are just yourself when you're putting your shit out there so humor is for humans be you be real be funny if you can be not all people are funny and that's cool but just be yourself and be as real as you possibly can is that a good tip i think that's a good tip i feel like i've waffled but you can kind of get the point as to what i'm trying to say don't be scared to share that meme don't be scared to like laugh at something funny that happened to you like if you walk into work for your next top graphic design job and you get shit on by a seagull like Get on the story and tell people that you've just been shit on by a single. Trust is like, people people want to just watch real life. That's why all these crazy people watch Big Brother and Love Island and all that type of stuff. They're essentially watching other people just live a life on TV. Because people love to watch real life, so just be real. Be as real as you possibly can. And I guarantee you that will massively boost the engagement that you get from your followers. So tip number two, humour is for humans. Be real, bitch! I'm probably trying to judge those waves now just so I can like come in at the right time. Um, So, tip number one. Have a plan. Set goals. Tip number two. Humour is for humans. Be as real as you can. Don't be scared to be less serious with what you put out. Tip number three. Behind the scenes. Okay, so behind the scenes is really, really important. If you're anything like me, I really, really enjoy watching the behind the scenes videos of anything. Just any shit that that I'm interested in. I love seeing the finished product, obviously, but I love to understand how people have done it, how people have went about 
sort of getting to that point. And I find that I am personally a lot more engaged with people who share that type of stuff on their on their page. Um, I'm going to give you a couple of great great examples of people who do this, and I'm going to shout out a couple of people from um from the Nami Gang. So the first one that I'm going to shout out is Glenn Malpass. Glenn is an artist, an illustrator. Um, he is fantastic at what he does. His art is really, really interesting. And what I really, really like about Glenn's work is that he loves to post sort of time-lapsed videos of the drawings and of the art that he that he produces. And I think that is a really, really cool, interesting and really engaging thing to do. So, Glenn, thank you very much for being a prime example of what I'm talking about. So if you want to go and follow Glenn on Instagram, he's Glenn Malpass Art, which is Glenn with a double N. Malpass is M-A-L-P-A-S-S Art. So, second example, um, came across this guy sort of maybe a few months ago. And the reason that I came across him is I've just seen him walking through town. And... I just thought he was like one of the coolest guys that I've, that I'd ever seen, and I was out with my camera. This is, in fact, this was relatively like at the beginning of of Nami. I was just kind of out with the camera. I was collecting some content and some some photos from around the town, and I seen this guy go past, and he was just he was just one of the coolest. He just stood out as one of the coolest guys that I've ever seen in my life. Um, Swiss the kid, shouts out to Swiss the kid. Now Swiss the kid is an R and B artist. He's a rapper. Um, really, really cool, down to earth guy, and I do believe that he's gonna go far in what he does. But one of the things that really stood out for me after I'd met him, and you know, I'd posted him up on the socials and would started to speak, he was getting himself on live, and he was actually creating a beat on Instagram live, and then he was creating a hook to go with the beat on Instagram live. Like he didn't care that what he was doing might not have fit the beat or at the time he was just experimenting. He wasn't even sometimes singing words. He was just kind of like, you like making noises to match the way that his beat was going. And for me, that is the essence of having no fear in, and having ultimate, ultimate um, confidence in your own art. And I think if you don't have confidence in your own art, then how would you expect anybody else to sort of, you know, to, to, to vibe with you or, or to, to understand what you're trying to get across. So again, thanks to Swiss the Kid for this because Swiss the Kid actually really inspired me when I seen him doing this on Instagram Live. I thought, this kid's got balls, man. So Swiss the Kid, shouts out Swiss the Kid. Go and listen to some of Swiss's music. It's Swiss the Kid with a double D. Uh, so S-W-I, double S, the Kid with a double D on the end. So go and follow Swiss the Kid on Instagram. Listen to some of his tunes. Thanks very much, Swiss, for being a prime example of what I'm talking about. Everybody, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into this in a later um, example, um, but everybody is really really quick to post their successes and the final shiny product that they've got, but nobody, well, I'm saying nobody, not everybody loves to post kind of how they got to that point. I find that when musicians post kind of studio videos and producers, you know, make those cook up videos where they show you how they, you know, they get to, you know, the finishing point of their 
beat, for example. I love watching those type of things. I think they're really, as I say, really engaging. So I think really, really critical um, or crucial, sorry, to put your audience in your world. And I think that is a is a really key method to drawing in more of your of your following. I think another reason why this is important is because it also inspires the next generation of artists, of of um, producers, of musicians, whatever it might be, to 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 see how it's all done. Somebody might be out there and they might be thinking, kind of, oh, how how on earth do you get started on that type of thing, and for them to see a video of you starting from the start and seeing the time lapse of all of the different steps that go into creating that particular art, I think it'll inspire them. It'll it'll form some kind of really um, long lasting bond between you and your followers, who enjoy seeing behind the scenes and and really just appreciating you for the work that you put in. It's lovely to see your final product. It really is, and it's lush just to look at all of your final pieces in all of the glory, but. I think it really you can connect more to your audience when they know the hard hard graft that's also went into it and I think that is is really as I say a crucial way of having people identify more with what you're putting out when they know the whole story when they know the whole um backstory the whole bigger picture of the of the whole thing um so yes this is a really short example or sorry a really short um tip but tip number 3 do a couple of um videos of yourself behind the scenes do a couple of videos of yourself drawing in the middle of the finished product or even like the planning of the drawing i'm saying drawing but this could apply to any any artistry really like show them the trial and error show them the things that you did have and then scrapped show them you've rolled up bits of paper that you've ended up just rage quitting and trying something new because there's there's something in all of that and there's something in the whole process of failing, 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 and then smashing it. Because people are always caught up on the fact that if they fail the first time, oh, that's it. I'm I'm stopping. I've failed. I can't do it. I've tried to I've tried to create this bit of art. I've tried to create this song. It's not going the way that I wanted it to go. So fuck it. I'm gonna just drop it and and go and put Netflix on. So when they see other people who who are established, especially people who are artists, musicians, graphic designers, whatever it might be, when they see their failures mounting up to the final product, that is invaluable to building an engaging audience. So tip number three, take your followers behind the scenes. So thank you very much if you've made it this far. We're now like 45 minutes in of me boring the tits off y'all. So thank you so much for your unwavering attention and unstoppable support. I'm really bigging you all up here, aren't I? Um, so we're on to tip number four of ways in which to humanise your brand and why it's important. Tip number four is a really, really uh, important one that I've used lots and lots and lots and I can't stand by this one enough. Tip number four is sharing user-generated content, UGC, for the nerds in the room. So user-generated content 
is, for example, if I post something on Nami Story, uh, Instagram is really, really good app for doing this because it allows you to have all of these things like polls and quizzes and ask me questions. This is user generated content. Also, if, for example, somebody posts themselves dancing to your song and you share it to your story, user generated content. If somebody takes a selfie with one of your paste ups that you've got in town, one of your bits of art that are dotted around the town or in a club or something that you've done and they take a selfie and they tag you and you share it to your story, user-generated content. What this is, is you're directly connecting your work to the outside world. And the importance of this is you're building up what's called social proof. So if other people who are following you or other people who are directed at your page see other followers really engaging in your work to the point where they are you know, taking selfies with your work, maybe playing your song in the background of the story. If there's a direct sort of link between your work and other followers, then more followers will want to get involved. This is what's called social proof. And a prime example of social proof is if you were at, you know, if you're on holiday, for example, and there was two restaurants next to each other, one restaurant has nobody in, one restaurant is chock a fucking block which one are you gonna go in you're not gonna go in the empty one because you think oh shit that must be shit because there's like nobody there there's nobody in that place but this place is booming let's go in this place because obviously it must be nice another example of this and what you might not know about this is certain clubs will deliberately keep a queue outside of their night and the reason they do this is so when people walk past in the street they'll be like shit this this place must be bouncing because look at the amount of people who are still waiting to get in. That's what's called social proof. So if there's so many people who are who are interacting with your art by taking selfies or by dancing to your music or whatever, and you share it to your page and show the world, look at all the people who are interested in what I'm doing. That's what's called user generated content, and the social proof will drag other people into wanting to know what's going on or wanting to know more. Fear of missing out is a massive thing. And it's it's a detrimental thing in some regards, but when it comes to this particular example, the fear of missing out can really, really boost the work that you're doing. Because if they think that they're missing out on your fantastic work or your fantastic songs, then they are going to want to be involved. So user-generated content is key. So another way of doing this, as I mentioned before, Instagram are really, really good at doing, um, at putting things on their stories, things like quizzes and polls and, and ask me questions. Using this type of thing to, to engage with your audience and actually get to know your audience more and, and have your audience getting to know you more, this is absolutely key to creating that human aspect to your brand because it lets them in on more than just the art, more than just the music. So if if you say to your your followers, ask me questions, and then you're answering answering honestly to all the different types of questions that you may get from your followers, then it's giving them an insight into the type of person that you are behind what you produce. This is a key, key example of how to humanize your brand, and it's a really, really easy way of doing it, to be honest. This is probably the easiest way 
if you're going to find it hard to first of all put your face onto your Instagram story and just start talking at the people. So to to sort of like get yourself in there or to, to test the waters, start using these things a lot more. Start using generate, you know, user generated content. Uh, do giveaways and, and have them share your posts and things like that. Like hashtag and share this post. That's user generated content because they will then share it. Other people will then see it and it'll draw more people to your page. This may seem simple to some people who have already done things like this or use these things quite a lot. But please use them more. There's no reason why you can't get to know your audience more. Do a little quiz. Like, you know, I do a lot of things on Nami where I'll say, uh, put your week in GIFs and then I'll post the blank one. I'll have people fill them out and then I'll share people's examples of their particular week described by using different GIFs, GIFs for each day. And it's just great. People love to do it. People love to get involved. And as soon as they see more people doing it and you share more people getting involved in that questionnaire or in that quiz or or whatever it might be people will want to be involved social proof is a massive massive thing and i really implore you as a creative if you want to know more about this please go and research social proof and how it can help you to build your audience by building on what people think are great and how other people react to what people think are great a lot of people need that little bit of a push to admit things are cool. People want to be led. Humans are, are the type of species that love to have a leader. They love to be led and they love to be kind of, you know, told or eased into what what is cool. And it's just the way of the world. Everybody, everybody is a victim to it. Like, even down to, like, fashion, people go out and buy, like, £200 t-shirts because somebody said that that shit's cool. So it obviously works. So... This is the the example that I'm going to give you that I believe is pro- you know one of the the top examples. Share your user generated content. Show your other followers or potential followers that people are engaged and involved in what you're doing, and it will then make them want to also get involved. People want to people want to be a part of something. People want to be told and and shown what's cool, and they like to be involved in what's cool. And this is a really easy way of doing it. So try it out. In the next few weeks, do a couple of quizzes, share a couple of things. Anybody who tags you, you know, share it to your story. If you just ask people to use the hashtag, I use hashtag Nami Up North and I'll ask people to tag me in their particular work. And I use that as a way of sharing. But you'd be able to use it to draw people into looking at your your offering, whatever that might be. So tip number four, share user-generated content. Five tips to humanize your brand and why it's important. Nami Up North, Make Ways Weekly, creative podcast. So we're on to our last example. I hope you've really found some value in the shit that I've been waffling on about. If you have, please let us know. Comment, share, like, subscribe, all of that good shit. Uh, So we're going to get into the last example now of five tips to humanize your brand. Tip number five is post you're good and you're bad. Be honest with your followers. This is really important. I've mentioned this in one of the previous examples, but if you are honest with your followers and you you show them through the whole process, the good, the bad, the ugly, 
you let them know about your failures, you talk to them about what didn't work, how many times you had to do something to get there. Uh, if you take them through that whole process and actually put them in the mind frame of you when creating the whole thing, it really lays that groundwork to gain the trust from your followers and also to build that relationship with them. I think social media is is being built heavily over the last few years, especially on showing people the life that they could potentially live. And I think that's a really, really detrimental thing for it to be doing. But I guess that's just the the way that it's being used now. But I think, you know, getting down to the nitty gritty of, of us as a regional creative community, we, we don't need to lie to each other as to how things work. We don't need to, people aren't going to believe that you just sat down and just drew something and it was perfect. There was no tweaks to it and that was it, done. Perfect bit of work and it's out there. Like, that never, or very, very rarely happens. Like, there's there's some failures, there's some frustrations, there's some, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to give up. There's all that type of shit. And I think if you're honest with your followers and really take them through that whole journey, then to show them the final point, they will not only trust you more and what you're doing and what you're saying, but they will also relate to you much, much more because they've been on that journey with you, if that makes sense. They can live it with you. They know the hardship that you've been through to get to that point. They can see the graph that you've put in um, and just posting some of the, maybe some of the, the ideas that you didn't follow through to the end and maybe an explanation as to why you didn't. I think opening up about a lot of these things and, and a lot of these sort of unpolished ideas is is crucial to creatives. Don't just post your final pictures on your on your Instagram feed or maybe you just post your, post this type of stuff to your story. Don't mess up your feed if you don't want to. If you've got a certain aesthetic that you want to keep doing, that's fine. But use the story, utilize the, the Instagram stories feature or a YouTube video or a vlog or a podcast to take your audience into a more deeper understanding, you know, in your creative journey. I think tip number five is, again, a really, really incredibly important point to take into consideration when trying to humanize your brand because humans are not perfect. Nobody's perfect. So if you're trying to humanize your brand, but everything you post is perfect and you never admit that there's struggles or hardships behind anything that you've done, there's nothing human about that. And nobody's going to believe you. Then your credibility goes out the window when you're trying to engage with your audience or trying to build an audience based on trust and affinity because they're not going to believe you. You need to be honest with them, man. You need to tell them what shit you've been through. You need to tell them what was hard. Tell them what was easy. Tell them what you would change if you could go back. And trust me on this one, people will really relate to it. And again, with one of the previous examples, what I did say is it could really inspire other people who are watching your creative journey, who want to really you know, get onto that same path or a similar path. If all they see from you is absolute perfect, faultless work, time after time after time, and they're sitting in their room struggling to get pen to paper with an idea that they've got, that's only going to sort of, you know, it's going to bring them down. It's going to make them believe that, oh, everybody else who's doing it is doing so well and I'm doing shit. Whereas if you show them that it's not, it's not as easy as what some people make out, then you will not only sort of gain this audience of, of trust and, and gain these engaged followers based on your journey, but you'll also inspire other people to 
look at it all in a different way. And then again, you'll gain followers from that demographic as well. So you're pulling people in from every which way. Um, this is a great example. This is probably my favorite example. Really, really, really important to make your followers and potential followers aware that it's not all, you know, gleaming sunshine and butterflies in the world of a creative. Everybody goes through the struggles, but let's share it all together and let's win all together. Let's not pretend we're all perfect and let's not be scared to admit that things don't go right first time. So tip number five, last tip, last but not least by any means, post the good and the bad and be honest with your followers. That's just the way. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much for tuning in to episode three of the Nami Up North Make Waves Weekly Creative Podcast with me, Joey Indigo. Just call us Joe. That's just I only put that on because that's that's been my long time personal Instagram name. Um, but yeah, my name is Joe. I hope you already know that because you've been listening to me voice for the past hour or so. Thank you very much for getting this far. I just wanted to say, really put these, put a couple of these things in action. Use tip one to plan and to set some goals. Um, but let me know your results if you put some of these things in action. And don't do it so it's unnatural to you. Don't push yourself too hard that it doesn't seem right. Just choose some of the things that I've said or choose some examples of of of, of the way that you've perceived it and see how it works for you. It's going to be different for everybody because everybody creates something different in a different way and everybody's target audience is going to be way different. But just mould it into your own way of doing it. But the most important things to bear in mind is people love to share things with people. People love to share experiences. I think the whole meaning of life loosely is based around sharing experiences with other people. I mean, that's what it's all about. We need to show each other what we're doing. We need to get each other involved in what we're doing. So the main aspect of this whole thing is to share what you're doing in a human way rather than what you think is a professional or is the right way of doing things. Make it your own way. Make your own way of showing your art. It's yours. You created it. You start, you, you know, you sat there. You put the work in. So it's up to you how you then present that to your audience. There's no set way of doing it. So thank you very much for tuning in. This has been episode three. Please stay tuned for upcoming episodes. I promise you I'm going to stay on the ball. We're going to try and get an episode a week done. But bear in mind that I'm a one-man band. I work full-time nine to five. And I do all of this in my own time out of my own pocket and I love what I'm doing but it's sometimes difficult and you know that I know that that life gets in the way of what you want to be doing sometimes but bear with Nami up north stay with us on our journey the more people involved the better join the whatsapp group let us know in the in the messages of uh, Instagram or Facebook if you want to join I'll send you the link so you can join the Nami gang chat um we have got a Nami end of summer social coming up on the 18th of September 
I'm still working on a venue, but maybe by the time this comes out, we'll have already announced the venue. But it's just going to be um, a place where we can all just come and chat and not be worried about playing songs or doing paintings or whatever. We don't have to worry about actually creating that day. We can just come and discuss our experiences with each other, um, share best practice, and just a, a good chance of meeting more like-minded creatives in the city. I think that's what we've missed in the past we found it hard to formulate a family and now that NAMI Up North is facilitating this whole movement, I hope that the city will change for the better when it comes to the creative artistry that we'll put out into the world. The goal is to get Newcastle back on the map when it comes to these conversations with the big boys about London, Manchester, Liverpool, all these you know crazy creative cities. We need to be there as well because we deserve to be there. There's so much cool shit going on. So stay riding the wave with us. Thank you very much for all of your support so far. Thanks to everybody who's been a part of the journey and thanks to everybody who's just coming in um, and, and finding out about us now. So yes, keep creating. Keep putting your shit out there. Don't worry if you're not pleasing people straight away. Don't, um, don't seek instant validation from the things you put out. Don't change the way that you do things to try and fit a certain demographic just stick to the plan trust your own plan and have passion for your own art and trust me it will work but it'll work better if we all on the journey together so thanks very much peace out everyone i've been joe this has been nami up north make waves weekly peace my main goal is to blow up and act like i don't know nobody <laughs>